Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Yoder's Farm. I'm Eldon, and Lowell is joining me again today for a podcast episode. Lowell, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Eldon. It's always great to be here. We should probably come up with something new to say at the beginning of our <laughs> podcast, but uh, anyway, we've got a little over two months of uh, catch-up to do on this episode, so probably just... So buckle in and enjoy the ride, and this one's going to be weird because we already, this is take two. Yeah, yeah, just grab a cup of coffee, some cookies, and uh, we'll get rolling here. <laughs> <laughs> so what have we been up okay. to the last couple Coming of months? Coming at you live with the industry standards for volume at whatever, dash 17. Negative 19 LVFS. Negative 19, yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, well, we've had strawberry season, essentially, since we last recorded. Yeah. I guess that's why we didn't record, probably, for two months. Yeah, generally. It's because we were having strawberry season. I think March 18th was our last episode, and we were talking about preparations for the season, and I forget exactly how things were looking then, but... <laughs> so, I guess we'll try to just go back and reconstruct a little bit and give our perspective on the spring and what happened and if we learned anything or not and uh, so forth so yeah we i think things were pushing fairly rapidly but then we kind of went into a slowdown i think uh march the end of march was chillier and that carried into april Mm -hmm. and um I don't know, standard strawberry prep kind of stuff. A um, couple late, um, really cool spells. Yeah, we like, had had one especially late, yeah. like in the end of April. Right at the end of April. I'm thinking the 20s, yeah. where we recovered for several nights. I think we recovered, this was actually a pretty good year for frost protection. We yeah. were on and off a number of times but i mean you always are yeah with the road yeah. covers you're you know it's just the nature of growing strawberries on black plastic it's going to push the crop you're going to bloom before it is before um, you're ready for it well no. before it's ready to warm up so if you're going to grow plastic culture strawberries you're just going to have to commit to protecting the blooms yeah no two ways about it but this year was we got off pretty pretty uh i wouldn't say easily (laughs) yeah but compared to some years you know we didn't have a lot of like 20s in february march um some things like that and then late in the season we didn't we had that kind of one really yeah so i think we were on you know for several days and and that's if you're not on and off on and off if you can go on and leave them on for a few days and Mm -hmm. then get them off and so forth so anyway we we did that, got uh, covers out of the field right after that last event, which I'm pretty sure is right around the yeah. 23rd or something. Yeah. So we usually, when our covers are deployed, uh, you know, to say like they're you know totally out in the field, it's uh, getting them off and rolled up at the same time is about as easy then as any time yeah. the covers are completely dry. Mm-hmm. So we took advantage of that, got them out of the field, and hoped that we wouldn't have to put them back out, which that was the case. Though we did actually get a couple chilly nights, yeah. like 
Upper borderline 30s. flirting with Frost even on into May. Mm-hmm. Of course, at that point, you don't have as many blooms. You have more set green fruit, so it doesn't, I guess it's not quite as critical. Yeah. Still don't want them freezing, but... Uh, right. So they yeah. were borderline enough. We we were fine not to put the covers back out. So it's been... Um, we opened the pick and patch on May the 1st. That's correct. Which is four weeks ago today, I believe. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, it is. This is our fifth Saturday, right? Yep. We opened on so Saturday. So we're beginning our yeah. fifth week. And uh, so that's about right on time, about yeah. normal. Yeah. Um, it's been a good year. The Let's talk about the weather. The weather's been, for strawberry farming purposes, has been fairly spectacular. Fairly ideal, yeah. It's been, we opened on a Saturday, then we were closed that Sunday. We had rain on Monday. I don't remember specifically, but. Yeah, I do. Okay. Pretty sure we had rain that Monday, and then it kind of cleared out. And that was the last rain we had until the beginning of this week. So basically three and a half weeks, pretty oh, much no rain-free mm-hmm. through the heart of your strawberry season. And for strawberries, that's just yeah. ideal. If you could line it up like that. We were getting uh, we were getting dry. Mm-hmm. Like our dust was blowing in our parking lot and on the lane, and we were trying to wet the lane down to keep the dust down, et cetera. So, yeah, yeah it was... It was time for a shower and uh, so forth, but so it's pretty cool those first. Yeah, uh, the two first weeks. couple of weeks yeah. were cool. Then we did get some warmer days and so forth, but the nights stayed cool. Mm-hmm. In fact, ripening was an issue, mm-hmm. um, especially the first couple of weeks. We would get we got picked out a couple of times for whatever reason. We had large crowds. A couple Saturdays were really, really busy, and it just got really tough to find berries out there. And then the cooler nights, things weren't turning quite as rapidly as, mm-hmm. as sometimes. But there again, cool nights. I mean, this is mimics California and many of the strawberry varieties that we grow. Well, yeah, like three or so out of the ones we grow were developed in California. So yeah. if you can mimic a California environment in virginia then they're probably going to do fairly well minus the high taxes yeah uh, i thought this wasn't a political show <laughs> oh goodness it isn't sorry so yeah from <clears throat> weather standpoint it's been a great year uh from a strawberry perspective i don't think it's our best uh production year especially in the pick your own patch for whatever reason it didn't seem like after the the first uh, week, we had outstanding size berries, which you always get. The first ones mm-hmm. are the they're called the king berries. They are some of the hand, anyways. Yeah, you have king berries on the hand. Okay, they're big and um, it's like the primary one. So you're always going to have bigger fruit at the beginning, but it did seem like our fruit size dropped pretty quickly after that. And I'm not sure yeah. exactly what all that was, if that was partially because we were so crazy busy, maybe we didn't get things shut down quickly enough. Maybe some greener berries got picked. Picking them a little bit smaller and greener. Um, but I think, yes, yeah, so overall I had trouble for a while 
feeling like I was getting things, um, the beds wet enough, partially with how, I don't know, number of factors that yeah. I won't get into. Yeah. But, so Some things you can hopefully tweak for next year. Maybe with better bed develop, uh, blah, 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 making, better yeah. bed making, like as in the strawberry bed. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so forth. So well, if you'd make your bed every day better. That would probably make my life go better too, <laughs> wouldn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. Overall, though, I mean, what what can you say? I, I mean, know. we did the best we could. We yeah. A lot of happy people. I wished that our berry size in the picker and patch was was bigger and a little heavier picking at times. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is, so here we are, fairly late in our season. We're not over by any stretch. I mean, we still got a week or two, but um. The picking is, the crowds have slowed down just a little bit. The picking has yeah. actually, in some ways, gotten better. <laughs> yeah. Fewer people and yeah, I mean, more like berries to go Yesterday, them. you know, there were a lot of berries that came out of that yeah, field. Yeah. And, you know, heaping buckets. You could see them coming in and so forth. So, yeah, that's good. The plants are a little uh, bushier at this end of the season. So, they're because they're up underneath the plants. Yeah. Yeah, but there, yeah, we, we saw a bunch coming out of the patch yesterday, and yeah, should be, what, another week and a half or so of, probably, as we usually say, the picking will be getting more scattered, but uh, still good berries seems like out there. always the people that know what they're doing can go out there and find decent berries no matter what. There was a guy in the other evening, and he said, you know, he was watching our post since we were closing early and you know different things and he was like whoa he didn't know if he'd be able to find berries and he came here yeah great picking so yeah yeah it is what it is yeah i think the the wholesale patch where we pick has done exceptionally well i think the berry size and yield down there has been very good which the main difference is there what we manage it probably a little closer well, we can pick it on a on a schedule, yeah. so we can pick it on a two to three day schedule. We leave berries with white tips and unripe fruit yeah. in the field because yeah. we know we're coming back in two days or three yeah. days. And it's you got to do that to make it worth your picker's time that you're hiring to to pick. And mm-hmm. and for whatever reason, the soil in that particular field is a little bit better. Okay, it's more conducive to growing strawberries. <laughs> so I'm. It's a little with the flatter, idea. maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it is. That but with your water issue? Well, probably. Some of that soil type, too. Yeah. The soil down there retains. I think your phone keeps buzzing. We're recording this on a Saturday morning when we're open. Um, just want to make sure he's not missing anything. He. Yeah, it's mainly just uh, family plans for our Memorial Day picnic, I think. Yeah. Strawberry shortcake for dessert, it says. Oh, I guess we'll yeah. enjoy that. Yeah. I wonder where we could get some strawberries. Yeah. <laughs> Might have to go pick your own. Yoder's Farm. Yeah. So we're thinking of, of trying a new smaller field that would hopefully mimic some of those soil conditions. And anyway, we'll be working on some of those things. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, let's Probably see. Probably not planting more plants next year. No. In fact, I have my plant order in already. Everything okay. was saying you got to get them in. You got to yeah. get them in. Like we're months before I normally order yeah. stuff. But everyone's saying shortages, order all your supplies. And I don't know. You don't know what to believe yeah. anymore. Yeah. But it's a weird world and a mixed up world. And so, yeah. Trying yeah. to get my stuff in in a timely way. At least way. toilet paper tends to be in stock these days. There's some positives there, aren't there? Yeah. Let's um, see. Do plant you varieties. Yeah, I was going to ask you about know, that. Chandler's, the workhorse. Just talked to my buddy this morning down in Virginia Beach, and you know he's Roy saying, Flanagan saying too. Chandler's just the workhorse. Yeah. is good for pick your own. Ruby June, um, I'm doubling the amount that I'm planting next year. Some That's of those will be in your in the pick your own batch as yeah. well. I guess we had a few this year. Yeah, it it doesn't have the sharp peak of Chandler. Um, it's a really tasty berry. It's big. People like it. It's more open plant. People like that. But I feel like if you had a whole pick your own field of that, it would get cleaned out pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And so that doesn't work very well. So I think a fewer bigger berries is that what you're saying? Fewer or bigger on the plants, maybe sort of, and they're more open, so they okay. can. You know, what we just talked about with people going out and looking through the leaves and stuff, yeah. that doesn't happen as much with yeah. Ruby June. So it's a little bit more difficult to, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, another one we tried this year is Merced. I really like Merced. So I'm going to plant. Is that the one that was more. developed like in North Carolina or something? No. No. There, there was I one I thought California you were talking variety. about trying. Lord, remember we had that disease issue on it last oh, year. Oh, was that that one? So we I'm actually sorry. didn't plant them. Didn't mean to bring up bad uh, memories yeah, for you. Unfortunately, it doesn't seem like we have anything like that going on in our field, so we're very thankful about yeah, that. that's awesome. Because it was a disease that could carry over in your soil and so forth for future years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, variety-wise, we're probably going to keep it fairly similar next year, but go up on Ruby June and Merced. And uh, we had planted Sweet Charlies as well. We usually like to get some of those to their early 7 to 10 days before Chandler's. They don't yield as good, but they get you in the field early to get yeah, berries kinda, up here at the store. They prime the pump. They allow us to start saying things about strawberries yeah. two weeks or a week early at least. But I don't think we get the overall yield off of those that we do some of the other varieties. So I'm going to scale those back and just plant a couple rows okay. that we can keep up with. And then when the berries come in, um, they'll come in boom, yep. and we'll be hopefully rolling and then... Yeah, we'll see. Albion, um, I'll plan to plant the same amount next year as we did this year. That Albion did outstanding for us this year. Okay. It does not like rain. Yeah. And so we didn't have much, and so it's done very, very well. How do you have any idea how you feel about the late planting dates last year's that affected us? Yeah, this I spring? don't know what we talked about earlier in the pick your own field maybe not yielding as well as some years i wonder yeah. if some of that has to do with planting date possibly hmm. i don't know um Hopefully so but you know we were worried last fall because we knew we were late uh-huh. so 
if you you would have said, hey guys, don't worry, last fall <laughs> it's going to be, you're going to have a decent year like yeah. what we've had, then we would have all taken it and been happy. So yeah. that's where we're well, at. In some ways it gives you a little, uh, I don't know, a little better feeling if, if something like that does happen that's again. That's true. Of course, we had ideal growing conditions last fall, too. True. If it would have turned really cold in, in October. In the spring. Yeah, I yeah. don't think it would have quite turned out as True. as well as it did. So, But it can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you there again, like in farming as in life, you do the best you can with the hand you're dealt. And yep. If you have some contingency plans, uh, some backup plans, that's always helpful, too. So. Yep. Well, that's where we're at. We'll probably be picking Albions for another month, honestly. Um, okay. They, they're like I said, they, they're California berry, the cool nights. They have loaded back up with blooms and green green fruit. It's a cyclical berry, and so if the weather stays decent, we'll probably actually have Pick wholesale picking. Just get wholesale picking uh, for a while yet. Yeah. Yeah. Pick your own patch. I can't imagine us being open beyond two weeks from today. Yeah, which would be the what about the thirteenth, something like that, or something in June. Mm-hmm. At some point, you know, it's well, crowds always slow down after Memorial Day. Yeah, and we're actually starting to think about playing pumpkins here in a couple of weeks. I guess it's about that time. It's about that Man. time. It'll be fall before you know it. Of I course, know. we're making preparations for planting the corn maze here before long as well. Yeah, yeah, sure enough. It's the never-ending cycle. Yep. Let's see, that's a pretty good uh, overview, I think, of strawberries. Do we want to talk about tomatoes or anything or some of the other stuff around the farm? I mean, honestly, there hasn't been a ton of other stuff around the farm, the tomatoes. I guess we've we're, they're producing some better in the last three weeks or so and yeah they're really starting to ripen up now that one house that we waited for a long time to ripen is coming in well yeah. plants look pretty good but we're, we're selling a lot of tomatoes right here at the store um it seems like people are kind of learning about them and learning that we have them so they'll you know pick strawberries and then pop in and yeah. grab some tomatoes before they get home they really like the flavor and no, Pretty happy with the new variety we were doing this yeah, year. Yes, so we're growing uh, Torero. It's really a bushy, growthy plant, and it's it really of... makes for a lot of vine work, mm-hmm. and I just do not like that. Mm-hmm. It does seem to be a little more cyclical, like it'll load up, and then you'll lose a couple clusters of tomatoes, and then it'll load back up. Okay. So that is kind of a problem. Um, we've tried some Tache and Friedrich and both of them look pretty good, but the house where we are growing those, like they were late planted and so they're growing in springtime. The Terreros, we grew them in the fall, so they went through the winter dip. Okay. So it's sometimes hard to compare Mm. apples to apples. (laughs) You're... A springtime tomato is just a different tomato. The days are getting constantly longer, and which is what a tomato is designed to grow in those conditions. And yeah. so 
Uh, I don't know what exactly we're going to do next year. <laughs> yeah. My guess is, my hunch is, I wonder, we may not plant a whole house full of terreros. We might try half and half of one of the ones we like the best okay. or something like yeah. that. Yeah. It seems like the others are more compact. They fit a bunch of tomatoes on a nice manageable thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tr- uh, plant not as much fine work you're saying yeah which is i mean it's a consideration when uh, for sure yeah and i'm doing most of the vine work yeah it's just hard to keep up once things get busy in the spring it's hard yeah, to keep up yeah. with all the vine work in fact there are one house is really hairy and uh, has suckers going everywhere so we need to go over there and work on that probably about when we wind this puppy up okay yeah so yeah otherwise i mean it's normal farming we got our all our row crops in actually in good time this year yeah so that's good um corn and beans soybeans looking good the cows are happy we just had a cow calf out running around yeah got got it back in so it's exciting when you have people on the farm and animals that are running around or an animal especially when it's close to the uh picker and patch it's not a generally good recipe for having free-ranging animals in the strawberry field is not a good free-ranging animals in general uh at least calves and cows well that great and deer we don't like deer free-ranging in our strawberry field too yeah very good well yeah we'll probably give you a final wrap up of uh, strawberry season as we move on into pumpkin planting and yeah who knows or maybe we'll wait two months to record another podcast but who knows get your plants ordered if you're growing strawberries yeah that's what they tell me that's what they say very good well hope you have a good weekend thank you all for listening and uh we'll be back at some point maybe in a couple of weeks stay positive keep focused work hard it'll pay off boys and girls (laughs) will it Not necessarily. Uh, We hope so. All right. Take care, everyone. See ya.